Hello, it's Dr. Donna, and welcome to episode four on what happiness really is, and it's definitely not what people assume happiness to be. Hello, this is Dr. Donna. I've been a spiritual life coach and a psychic for over 22 years. I have spoken to thousands of people on six continents all over the globe, and I have learned a lot. You guys are the greatest teacher. So what I explain in my podcast, all of the topics are based on what I've learned from working with clients. I have worked with clients from both genders, different races, religions, cultures, careers, rich, poor, middle class, you name it. I've been very blessed in my career to work with different people. And I always say that every person is a piece of the puzzle of life. So we all hold pieces to this big, huge puzzle called life. Today, I want to talk about happiness because so many times clients ask me, when will they be happy? And I have to tell them the truth that happiness is very subjective. And what I've learned from working with clients and my own experiences, especially when I was going through the grief of losing my son, is that happiness is not how people perceive it to be. A lot of people think it's this constant high where you feel good, you feel safe, everything's great, you're in control, and everything's going your way. But happiness can coexist with other feelings. You can be happy and have moments of sad. You can be happy and have moments where you're angry, upset, frustration, because it is not an all or nothing feeling. No feeling exists just by itself. Usually there's multiple feelings going on which we don't often talk about and people make jokes that a person must be bipolar if they have multiple feelings but no humans can be happy and most of the time and sad about something or one thing at the same time but we have been socially conditioned that we will be happy when right when you get the degree the house the marriage the kids you you know it's always at a goal and it's never really with the present moment But first, I want to talk about what makes us unhappy. The number one thing that makes us unhappy is when we start assuming that our life isn't good. When we lack gratitude for what we have and we're constantly focused on where we want to go, we're not in the present moment. And when you're not in the present moment, it's hard to be happy because happiness is always somewhere out of reach. It's, I will be happy when, instead of being happy now. So happiness starts with gratitude, but often people are lacking gratitude with their life. Even when they have all these great things going, they have a roof over their head, they have, you know, a good job. They're like, well, I don't have the relationship yet. I haven't lost 20 pounds yet. There's always something that tells a person that they can't be happy until all of the things are together and that you have everything that you want and that is just not true because most of the time in our lives we will have 90% of what we want some people may have a little bit less and only have 60 or 70% of what they want but we never really have a hundred percent of all that we want all the time because 
our needs change, our wants change, our goals change. So the first thing that makes us unhappy is just not being present and grateful with what is. Now, another thing that makes us unhappy is comparing. I see this a lot with people, especially women. They're like, well, she has a good relationship. She has this life. Um, other people are happy. I'm the only one having a hard time. I've heard that too, way too many times. And I could tell you one thing, everybody's going through something. There's just no way we are here on this planet doing a spiritual journey. So yes, we are all going through something. So the assumption that everybody else's life is great and yours isn't is it honestly speaking it's the wrong assumption it's what happens when we're not in a good place we assume that everybody else is getting what they want and we start to you know have that comparison that makes us feel bad and makes us feel like a victim so if you compare your life to someone else you'll never be happy besides two people are not the same even twins are not the same not even identical twins will have the same thoughts and emotions so and in people's lives they get certain things at different times some people get married when they're younger some people get married when they're older some people have kids when they're younger when they're older or the great job comes after several attempts of finding the right career you can't compare yourself to anybody else because Number one, we really don't know what's going on behind the scenes in somebody else's life and where I've seen people smiling at the same time they were actually battling cancer, but somehow they were smiling. So that also goes back to being grateful for who you are and what you have to deal with because you don't know what other people are going through. And part of comparing another thing that makes people unhappy is competing. Competition is for sports. It's for spelling bees. It's for stuff like that. It's not for regular life. People should not be competing against each other. That's a fear and scarcity mindset. Remember, the world is abundant. There's enough for everybody. And what's for you is for you and nobody else can take away. So if you're meant to have something, as long as you're putting in the work, you will get it. If you don't get something that you want, it just wasn't for you. Whether it's a relationship that you thought you wanted, if it doesn't happen, it was just the wrong one. And eventually you'll find out why. We usually find out why something is not for us. So competing, leave it for sports and other activities like that. Another thing that makes people unhappy is just so many expectations. Always expecting something of other people, behaviors um, of ourselves, and it leads to feeling bad. It leads to self-criticism. It leads to criticizing others. You, you know, the need of wanting people to behave a certain way to satisfy us. That's a very common way to be unhappy. Wanting your partner to behave a certain way to satisfy you instead of honoring who your partner is, is a good example of how people end up unhappy in their relationships. When your kids aren't doing what you want and you feel frustrated because you're trying so hard instead of realizing that they're individuals and they're not going to do everything that you want them to do, you end up having expectations that are unmet and you're not going to be happy. Another thing is self-abandonment. And when I say self-abandonment, it's not putting yourself first, not putting your needs first, because you're probably raised or groomed to be a good person and good people put other people first. And they put themselves 
last and if they put themselves first they're selfish and there's a lot of that that still exists I see it on the internet and it's sad that we're taught that we're selfish if we put ourselves first and what often happens to people who abandon themselves they end up getting sick or having a financial crisis something happens to them to wake them up that they have to be first and they often will see that all the people that they were there for are not for them are not there for them when they're sick or when they need money or when they need help and so self-abandonment is very dangerous people also abandon themselves by not acknowledging their feelings and when I say acknowledging your feelings when you're feeling bad you're feeling sad even when they're happy they're like no 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 I can't be too happy or I can't let somebody see me this happy because then it's like I'm being selfish I'm putting myself first we have some weird social beliefs that causes us to suffer and to not just be happy in the present moment there's this is a big topic I could go on and on and on about what happiness is but I could tell you what happiness is. It is a feeling that isn't necessarily a very high confetti-like feeling. It's a state of mind, a state of peace, a state of acceptance, and a state of gratitude and being in the present moment of what is. Sometimes it's uncomfortable to be in a present moment, especially if you have a health problem, you're going through grief, you've lost a job, you have no relationship issues, the kids aren't acting right, your friends are getting on your nerves, or you, you know, it's hard, but if you can take the present moment and always, I always say keep a score sheet, write down on one side what's working and what's not, and it may be, hey, the fact that you've got a job, a roof over your head, and you're healthy, that's a lot of wins. And so the thing that you are spending time on that makes you feel like you're not happy or you can't be happy until that's fixed it's a thing that matters but is it more important than your health your happiness having a roof over your head um, it's all perspective happiness is really a choice because it's a perspective and it's only can be achieved by saying I'm going to be grateful in this present moment and sometimes it's hard especially when a person has trauma to be in the present moment and that's when therapy comes into play therapy coaching counseling something to become more comfortable with being present because the present really is all that we truly have the past is gone the future we may be here we may not be for the future we've had plenty of vulnerable moments in our society like the pandemic that showed us that we could be here one moment and gone the next um, if a person can master being grateful in the present moment they will be happy that doesn't mean that they may not get ups be upset about something or be mad at someone but if they can see more of what's working and that there's more things to be grateful for then then they can become happy and that is what happiness is so it isn't just one feeling that exists all by itself and no other feelings can exist remember all feelings are intertwined and they coexist and there's many ways that we do that we could hate our job but love our family and family is more important than a job even though you need a job um, there's just so many ways to look at it
And so the first step is change your perspective. Don't have these crazy expectations of I be happy when. Um, happiness is not a confetti moment. It is a state of being of gratitude in the present moment and being able to see that there's more good than bad going on. Even I even share this with you. Even when I lost my son, I said, how do I deal with this? Okay, the loss is big, right? But do I end up sad my whole life? Or I could start being grateful. I was grateful that he died in the hospital and he wasn't murdered. I was grateful that, you, you know, he didn't suffer long. I was grateful that he had a great care team, although he didn't make it. I was grateful that all of us were there with him till the end. I started looking at how to be grateful. You know, he's not a missing kid. I'm not begging on the news, please find my child, you know. I, I looked for what was working and that helped to know that the grief is there but I can still be grateful of how things happen versus how they could have happened and on top of it I can say okay I can still be happy with other things although this one thing breaks my heart so I wanted to share that example with you because it's an extreme example but it's a workable example so I suggest that you look at your life and write down everything that's good and just say thank you God thank you universe thank you nature whoever your higher being is for me it's God and it's the universe but whoever you consider your higher source and just send gratitude and say okay I don't like this one thing I work on it but there's so much good happening I'm not gonna abandon the good and I'm not gonna abandon myself in this process and I'm not going to get caught up in one emotion I'm going to allow myself to experience several emotions this is Dr. Donna and thank you for listening and have an amazing day